What is up, family? It's about to be the best sports show of the week. And I'm not lying to y'all. I'm Emmanuel Lacho. This is Speak. On the far end, Slick Rick the Buker. How you feeling? I'm good, but I really am concerned about Joy. She was getting her USO tour action on today. So. Oh, yes. Fleet Week. Fleet, Fleet Week. Yes. Fleet Week. Joy, what's Very up exciting. with you? Very exciting. Thank you for your service to all the servicemen and women that we're in today. I'm, I'm doing great. I'm a little nervous for tonight. We'll get into it, but... Trying to keep the faith. We got a lot going on in the show. You got the Miami Heat. We got to talk about the Chiefs. Got to talk about Lamar Jackson, LaShawn mm. McCoy, 252 Live. There were some shady things going on in the world of sports. We will get to yeah. that as yeah. well. True. But first, Lamar said something yesterday that has completely changed my opinion of him. It will change your opinion on whether or not he can win a Super Bowl in the imminent future. Listen to Lamar Jackson at his press conference in the last 24 hours. Absolutely. Absolutely, especially with the receivers we have. Just being able to throw the ball down the field. You know, we sometimes, sometimes, you know, we can't run and not going, running can only take you so far, you know, and I feel like with, with this new era of uh, teams and offenses in the league, I, I feel like we need that. And Coach Todd Munkin, what I'm saying, his offense so far is looking tremendous. Lamar Jackson was asked, will the new offense, remember he's gotten Todd Munkin, new offensive coordinator, Shady, he was asked, will the new offense highlight different aspects of his game? Hmm. Lamar Jackson said something that has completely changed my opinion of him. In all honesty, this is not hyperbole. Lamar said, running can only take you so far. Now, when Emmanuel Lacho says it, I sound like a hater. I sound stupid. I sound ignorant. I sound like I don't know what I'm talking about. Hmm. But Lamar saying that tells me Lamar can legitimately win a Super Bowl. I will start the show. I don't like to do it, but I have to for the sake of this point. I will start the show with maybe the most intriguing statistic I have found in sports as it pertains to football. I think about quarterbacks that have ever won Super Bowls. And what is their passing ratio to their running ratio? Mm -hmm. Quarterbacks that have won Super Bowls, what is their pass-to-rush ratio? Let's throw it on the screen. I don't want to keep it any longer from the viewers at home. Now, Lamar Jackson's career, passing yards to rushing yards, 2.8 to 1. But in order to win a Super Bowl, you have to be at lowest. Russell Wilson was 6 to 1. Aaron Rodgers, 11 to 1. Steve Young, 13 and a half to 1. That's how many passing yards you have to rushing yards you have. Bring us on camera. The viewer understands the full screen. When Lamar said running can only take you so far, Shady, he told me that he has finally realized he has to change the way in which he plays because running can only take you so far. Yeah. And thus far, it's only taken him to one playoff win. Shady, I'll end my thought by saying this. Michael Jordan, I believe it was his third year in the league, he averaged 37 points per game. He individually accomplished tremendous things, but if y'all were paying crucial attention to The Last Dance, phenomenal documentary, if y'all were paying attention to it, Phil Jackson showed up and he said, hey, you gotta change the way you look at things. Gotta be a little bit more team-oriented, triangle offense. It was one pivotal shift in the way Jordan changed his game along with the likes of Phil Jackson that allowed him to not be an incredible individual but the greatest of all time. Lamar Jackson has already been an incredible individual, but now, Shady, I'm convinced he can win a Super Bowl. You've won two of them. You're not wearing your ring, but I think it might be around here somewhere. Um, are you convinced Lamar Jackson can win a Super Bowl? Yes, I am. I'm very convinced he can win a Super Bowl. And one thing you said, you talked about how Michael Jordan changed his philosophy of just some, him just going out there and scoring mm -hmm. and actually being a team thing with the triangle offense. Yes, sir. Same thing with the Ravens, yeah. right? Greg Roman is an offensive run coordinator. Yeah. I had him in Buffalo. They're former offensive coordinator. He runs the ball so well, mm -hmm. right? With misdirections, but now with Todd Munkin, it's different. So now it's not Lamar choosing to run or throw. It's more, let's throw the ball. Mm -hmm. That's the concept. We want to throw the ball. And then if you choose to run, let's add that to it. So I love what LeBron, Lamar Jackson has. It's not just him. It's what's in place for him. Bringing the office coordinator there is, is tremendous for Lamar Jackson because now we can see him as a passer. Mm. And he's right. You got to be able to throw the ball in this league. Mm -hmm. But then if you look at his weapons, when you get this uh, a young kid like Zay Flowers yep. in the draft, that puts that speed out there, okay? Then you go, you sign Odell Beckham. Yep. Now he does all the route trees. Mm -hmm. Now you can really scheme guys up. Okay, they want to take Odell. Okay, now we'll send some things over top. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then you have Mark Andrews still. Yep. And this is probably the first time I think um, J.K. Dobbins is finally healthy to have a, a training camp to see what he really can do. I love what the Ravens have. You say all that, and I say all that, you say all that, and now we got to talk about they have a number three defense last year. Mm -hmm. So you add that type of offense with that type of coaching and a defense, there's no doubt that they could be a contender for a Super Bowl. No doubt about it. Joy, where do you stand? Can you convince Lamar can win a Super Bowl? Yes, I mean, we, he's won a league MVP. He's been a dynamic player from the moment that he's stepped foot in the NFL. There's always been this misconception about him that he can't throw the ball. If you really watch 
Lamar and the Ravens, he's running as much as he's running because he has to run that much. If you put him in an offense where he can choose to throw the ball first, when he has the ability, when he has the weapons, when he has the stability in the offense to throw the ball first, he can do that. I like him saying this yes. because it also helps to reinforce that we are going to try to throw the ball more. There are these subtle things in our psyche and the fans and, and in the media that we're like, well, Lamar knows they need to throw it more, so let's see if they actually give him the opportunity hmm. to throw it more. If they don't, just say, hey, Lamar, go win the game. Yeah. Go be great. Go figure this out. We don't really have options for you. We, we don't really have the receivers that you need. We don't, we're not really dialing up the offense to put it in someone else's hands and to go over the top. You go make it happen. And to his credit, he has been able to do that. But he's right. You're not going to be able to run forever. And really the best kind of offenses are ones where you throw the ball first and you have the ability to slash a defense with the running capability that Lamar Jackson has. No doubt about it. You're convinced. Shady, uh, Joy's convinced. I'm convinced. Slick, are you convinced Lamar can win a Super Bowl? That grin is answering louder than your words will. Yeah, I'm not convinced. And it has less to do with mm. Lamar Jackson's ability to throw as much as it has to do with the competition that he's up against. Do I think he's a better... The, even, even tilting uh, the scales toward throwing the ball more, do I think he's going to be a better passer than Patrick Mahomes? No, I don't. Do I think he can be a better passer than Joe Burrow? No, I don't. Josh Allen, we can have that debate, but as for now, I would say no. So I like the move that the Ravens are making, but if I go back to 2019 when he was an MVP and when the Ravens were 14-2, and two, that was a far different AFC North. Mm, they could point. beat up on that division. Yeah, that's good point. There was no Joe Burrow. Freddie Kitchens was the head coach with Baker Mayfield yeah. in Cleveland. Yeah. That was the year that Roethlisberger only played two games. So to recapture that and do it with the emphasis on throwing and with where the AFC is right now and the youth of the other quarterbacks, it's not so much looking at Lamar Jackson and not believing in him as much as what the Ravens collectively are going to have to go through in order to get there. That was a brilliant point. What I love about this show, you will get nuance. That was brilliant, very historically driven as well. Shady, okay, if we know that Lamar Jackson has only won one playoff game, and to Slick's point, it is a murderous row. The Jets, yeah. the Dolphins, the Bills, yeah. the Chiefs, the Bengals. What does Lamar have to do to silence the critics? Because the criticism has been loud. What's he have to do to silence the critics? When I look at a, a player, especially a quarterback, I look at, okay... Who's he going up against? And we're going to talk about Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Rodgers, Tua, Tua, all them guys, Herbert, right? All those dudes. Then the second layer is what are you doing against the quarterbacks in your draft class? Good point. He's been paid top dollar right now, and a guy named Josh Allen's been paid top dollar. Same class. Josh has been to a, a AFC championship game. So it's time for Lamar Jackson. That's the guideline. Look, bro, you got to pass that. At least get there. Mm. And then when that happens, you have so much time to get a Super Bowl, but we got to see you get to the, to the, to the game, to the mm -hmm. big game. Yeah. And that's the AFC Championship game. Yeah, you can't let your peers get too far past you. Joy, I recall my freshman year at the University of Texas. We're sitting down in the all-team meeting, Shady. I'm sure you can attest to this. Sitting down in the team meetings in your meeting room. You have your whole recruiting class there. It's me, the likes of Justin Tucker. He was in my recruiting class, amongst others. Your head coach will tell you this. Look to your left. Look to your right. Only one of y'all going to the National Football League. That's what the odds say. Look to your left, look to your right. Only one of y'all going to the NFL. If it's not you, it's one of them too. Right. Essentially saying, do not let your peers pass you. Yeah. Every day I was working out, I'm like, uh-oh. If he outworking me, then that means based upon the odds, it's going to be him, not me. So it's don't let your peers pass you. That's yeah. kind of what Shady's getting to is like, Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson are peers. Mm -hmm. Only one of y'all can get to a Super Bowl. They can both get to AFC Championship game, but look to your left, look to your right. If it ain't one of them two, it's you. Joy, what will it take for Lamar to silence the critics? Well, what are the critics saying? Because he's been paid. Mm -hmm. He's obviously mm -hmm. one of the most talented and dynamic players in the league. He's won a league MVP. So if the critics are saying that he needs to get to an AFC Championship game, I could get with that. Mm -hmm. But to me, it, the criticisms of Lamar that I believe are consistent and valid at this point not that making to an AFC Championship game or a Super Bowl isn't valid because that's what everyone's playing for and top players play for. But he's got to stay healthy for a season. Great point. Like, that's really been the question for the last few years about what Lamar Jackson is going to even be able to do in the playoffs because he's got to be available yeah. Yeah. for the postseason. So to me, if I'm being, you know, realistic and not hyperbolic, which we will get to later on in the season, I think he needs to be healthy all the way through mm. the season and available at the end of the year. Like, that's, 
seems like a, a silly mark to make, but when you're looking at what's happened with Lamar for the past two years, that's reasonable. Yeah. I mean, what, how differently would it have gone this year if he was available in that game? I think we all think that they would have won that game if yeah. Lamar Jackson was available. He only has one playoff win. He's one and three in the playoffs. So for as incredible as he's been in the regular season, and he has been the second best only to Patrick Mahomes in the regular season when it comes to wins, I think that's the next step. So it's, it's going to be hard for us to really to really dig in on anyone in the AFC this year, unless somebody really falls off the mark. It's just, there's so many great teams. There's so many great quarterbacks in the AFC, mm-hmm. and only two of them are going to make it to the AFC championship. Game. Slick, 24. 24 quarterbacks have won one or more playoff games since Lamar Jackson entered the league. Lamar Jackson, like Joyce said, has won one. Yeah. 13. 13 quarterbacks have won two or more playoff games since Lamar Jackson entered the league. What does Lamar have to do to silence critics? How many of those were league MVPs? Probably only three, yeah. Yeah. So to me, it's he's got to get to the conference championship. And I don't want to, I generally don't believe in cross-referencing sports, but I can't help but sense there's a little bit of the Nikola Jokic Mm. aspect to Lamar Jackson here in that, He's an MVP, and we're looking for him to validate that hmm. with his postseason success. And what did we do once Jokic got to the, cham- the conference championship, right? Once he got to the conference finals, it was already, oh, hey, you know what? Jokic is that guy. Yeah. Like, we believed in him, right? To me, that's what he needs to prove. If he wins a playoff game, he's still 2-3 and three in the playoffs. And it's still, okay, so you're a good quarterback, and you're a quarterback that can win in the playoffs. But are you... Was that a singular event, that MVP season, or are you really that level of a quarterback? And I believe getting to the conference championship would give him that stamp of validity. Yeah. My thing to Joy is, how is it that for Lamar, it's just a playoff game win? But for everybody else, it's like they got to go out there and really get it done. Like, A-Rod, I'm just trying to figure it out. Because when I say a playoff win, it's hard to do. We get a we get Super Bowl. You, you kill me for it. But then for Lamar, you're saying just be healthy and just win a playoff game. Well, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is considered to be one of the greatest players in the history Ever. of the sport. He won back-to-back league MVPs, and we've done nothing but talk about him for the whole offseason. So, and I'm fine with it not being the standard, but we just got to keep that same energy for everyone. But that's in your case. If 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 we saying that Lamar's MVP, I think he should. I think he should be, go further. But I'm right, saying okay, Aaron, I'm just, I'm just, like, I'm just be in the same page. He, no, same he page. should go further. Okay, okay. But it's like the, the hype for Aaron Rodgers is, is what's putting is putting in perspective for me. Like we can't be that excited that he's going to this team and then be like, oh, well, if he wins a playoff game, it's cool. I mm. also think the what they're criticized for is different. To Joy's well, point, Lamar's criticized first and foremost. First thing, he can't stay healthy. Last two years, he's ended, ended injured. I literally rewatched it before the show. Okay. Concussion bills, ankle versus the Browns last yeah. year, knee versus the Broncos. Aaron Rodgers was criticized for something different. Wait, so Lam- hold on. So I, I never heard you criticize Lamar for not only having one playoff win? Oh, that as well. But the first, level of, first level of criticism is he can't even stay healthy. After that, then it's like, yo, you got to win a playoff. Listen, let's talk to me. Talk to me. Hurt talk to me. or not hurt. Like, we, everyone wants to play. That's mm-hmm. just what it is. People get injured. But the real thing, the, the nuts and bolts is, Wins and losses. Yeah. So I'm just saying, I've heard you say, oh, well, I mean, if we want to say Lamar, how great he is, he has to win in the playoffs. Yeah, right. I, he absolutely has to, to produce more postseason. Okay, I just, I just, I'm saying I just want to be on the same playing step, field for every quarterback. Is, step one healthy. is he's got to stay healthy. Because okay. if he doesn't stay but healthy, also, the none other of the thing, other stuff matters. Not that we're spiraling into a whole different conversation here, but like Lamar Jackson is in the prime of his career. Right. So if he doesn't, if he wins a playoff game this year and say they're, they're in the next round, they're in the divisional round, and it comes down to the wire and it's a great game and they lose to yeah. another great team, I feel like I can live with that. But it all depends on how it goes. I don't, Whereas, I don't like, know. They, that's, that's, maybe, they, got, they got the number three defense last year, right? I think everything, I'm a big Lamar Jackson fan. I think everything he has to win is there. Nah, well, I'm, yeah. I guess I'm saying yeah. I feel like Aaron Rodgers. Because they're going to get easier. Aaron Rodgers' window to be successful oh, yeah, is much yeah, smaller yeah, exactly. yeah. than Lamar Jackson. Very, very, very true. Well, coming up, we have to talk Ooh. about some people's windows who have yet to be opened. Ooh. Trey Lance, Justin Fields, Jordan Love. Which one of these quarterbacks will feast next year and which one will find themselves Here we go. I mean, next on speed, we got to predict <laughs> what happens. Flip a quarter, like, if you wanted this. And remember, I you mean, can check us out every day on the Fox Sports channel on Sirius XM. Check us out there. 
Welcome back, family. Now, remember, three young quarterbacks will have incredibly high expectations this season. Jordan Love, he just tossed a Christian Watson on your screen. There's Trey Lance going into his third year last year. Remember, he was injured. And then Justin Fields made some miraculous plays, but many of them were exclusively on the ground. So much pressure coming into the season for three potential star quarterbacks. This is the future. Trey Lance. Justin Fields, Jordan Love, they could be the future of the NFL quarterback position. So now we got to play this game. It's called Feast or Famine. Will these quarterbacks feast this fall, this football season, or will they find themselves famished? I got to start with Jordan Love taking over for Aaron Rodgers, LaShawn McCoy, Jordan Love, feast or famine? Let me know. I'm going to say feast. I think we have a, a good year. Um, I think he's ready to play. He's been sitting a long time watching a great MVP type caliber quarterback in Aaron Rodgers. It's time to show up. Come on, bro. That's what you're going to do. What Joy you Taylor. Do? I hate to do it. I'm going to say famine. Ooh. Look, I've been on the what is what is LaFleur as a coach train for a while, That's so true. we're going to get to that. find out now. Yeah. They didn't win. They didn't have a good season last year with Aaron Rodgers. I'm hard. It's hard for me to imagine they stay at the top of that division. It's like Rick. Uh, feast. Low expectations. Thank you, Aaron yeah. Rodgers. Soft division. And Soft uh, they division. did pretty well by him in the draft, mm. adding, what, two tight ends and at least three, three wide receivers. So, yeah, I'm going with Feast. Jordan Love, I'm going with Feast as well. I think he will find a way to step into his own and have some success this year. Let's move on to Trey Lance. Now, Trey Lance might be the most intriguing quarterback in all of football this year. Remember, he was drafted in the first round two years back. The 49ers gave up three first-round picks in order to acquire him. He was supposed to replace Jimmy Garoppolo. He didn't do it. Well, now he's supposed to be the starting quarterback, but Brock Purdy still might take over the starting job. Everybody wants to see Trey play. They called him one play, Trey. Well, Shady, Trey Lance, feast or famine? Famine, 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 famine. (laughs) Listen, he's been in the league for two years, going to his third. He's only had 100 passes. I mean... We're not even sure if he's going to play next year. And the, the, the little birdie out there in San Fran told me that he may not be the starter. Sam Darner might be the starter. I got to talk to that birdie. They be knowing. Joy Taylor, feast or famine? I'm going to go feast. If he's the starter, it's going to be really hard to be bad with that roster. And we, how, Jordan Love has been played. We got to talk about that later, Shady. I, I, I think Trey Lance, Trey Lance has a lot of potential. And listen, Shanahan can make anyone a quarterback. Mm-hmm. That's a point. Mm-hmm. That is a point. Anyone except Christian McCaffrey. Slick Rick, <laughs> right. feast or famine? Famine? How are you going to eat when you don't even have a seat at the table? Ooh. We got Sam Darnold. Fight. He's fighting him for the starting spot. Look, the 49ers don't want to admit it because of all they gave up. They need another good season from Brock Purdy before they say, yeah, we got it wrong on Trey Lance. Mm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. With Trey Lance, I'm thinking famine. I don't think he will have a seat at the table. I wish I had thought of that bar slick. That's twice this week you've used bars that I should have used first. Mm. I am jealous. Well, moving on to Justin Fields. I'm also jealous of his athleticism because he is one of the most talented physically quarterbacks in all of football. Y'all saw his miraculous plays just last year, but here's a problem. His plays did not materialize into wins. Thankfully, the Bears did not draft a quarterback with their top pick. If you all remember, they had the opportunity with that number one pick to draft Bryce Young. Instead, what did they do? They chose to trade to acquire assets to support Justin Fields. So, Shady, the question is this. Feast or famine for Fields? It's a tough one. He's a young player. I'm going to say feast. Now we get to see what he really is. He ran a lot last year, but now he can he, now he can throw. They got an office lineman in the first round, and they brought over DJ Moore, who's a hell of a player. So we get to see what it is for real. I'm gonna go with feast. Feast, surprise, surprise, Joy Taylor. Oh, finally, I'm not on an island. I'm also going feast. I think he's gonna have a much better season this year. I love that they stuck with him, gave him a vote of confidence. That's big for a young player. And I love the additions that they made. DJ Moore, TJ Edwards, Shermaine Edmonds, uh, Deontay Foreman, Robert Tunyon, Demarcus mm. Walker, Nate Davis, Andrew Billings. They loaded up, gave it to him. It's his team, and I think he's gonna feast this year. I'm going to feast as well. Did you mention uh, the running back, Roshan Johnson? Roshan Johnson out of Texas. Sneaky good pick right there. Yeah, no, look, uh, they bolstered another guy with low expectations in a division that we're not sure about, and they added pieces around him. All he has to do is learn when to live to fight another day, and that will solve half half the problems. All these quarterbacks got a lot on the line. I'm going to head to the desk. I'm going to head to the desk. I know I'm supposed to tease this. I know I am, but I'm interested because there was a conversation had between Joy and Taylor, Trey, Joy and Shady, Trey Lance, Jordan Love. Mm. 
We don't really know anything about either, if right. we're being honest, mm-hmm. right? Like, Jordan Love has sat behind Aaron Rodgers for three years. Trey Lamb sat behind Jimmy Garoppolo for two years. We don't know much of anything about either. Shady, why do you have more confidence in Love than Trey? Hmm. I think that the, the few times that I've seen Love play, he looked decent. One game he looked terrible against the Chiefs. I mean, that was just... <laughs> but then I seen when they played the Eagles. I seen he did look, yeah, look he looked, okay. he looked yeah. solid. I haven't seen no game that Trey Lance played with, oh, okay, maybe there's some talent. Maybe he has something left. Oh, maybe some, there's nothing there. I got a lot of homeboys that play still for San Francisco, 49ers. Got people in the front office, right? I won't get into the names, but they, ne- they didn't tell me that he didn't have it. They just didn't say that he did have it. He did have yeah, it. That's a good and they didn't give me a sign of, okay, I have a lot of confidence that eventually he will be the guy that takes San Fran to the promised land. There. And then I think with the team they have, it don't take much. Yeah. So, no, I don't, I don't see no type of promising future with Trey Lillian. Joy, where are you at on those two? I, I mean, I guess my reservation with Jordan Love is, is he's not coming in with the same kind of roster that Trey Lance is coming in with. Very We true. know yeah. what Shanahan is capable of. We mm. know what he can do with different guys at the quarterback position. We know what he can do with guys out because they constantly have guys out. So if Trey Lance is serviceable, they're going to win some games. Now, they need him to be more than that, obviously. But as usual, we have no idea who's going to end up playing quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers for the entirety of the season. When it comes to Jordan Love, we do know that the team wasn't great last year, and that was with an all-time great in Aaron Rodgers, in a system that he had been in for years. And a lot of those other guys had been there for years. It wasn't like it was a whole new roster. There were some young guys at the the, receiver position, but... There wasn't a whole lot new there, and they still weren't able to to get to the playoffs. So while I think he is coming in with low expectations, I do think there are some expectations. This is a team that's had a first battle Hall of Famer playing quarterback for the last 30 years. Slick, let me ask you a question, and I just thought of this as Joy was speaking. Would you rather the unknown quarterback Hmm. but known skill positions or the more known quarterback with less known skill positions? Jordan oh. Love is more known. Yes. But the skill positions, Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, yeah. God replace Lazard, God replace Randall Cobb. It's going to be their second year, though, now. Correct, That's, correct. That matters. Yeah. It'll be better. But what we know about San Fran, Ayuk, dude. Yeah. Debo, yeah, yeah. dude. Kittle. McCaffrey, dude. Sure. Sure. Kittle, dude. Yeah. Where do you stand? Well, look, if we were just talking about survival, then I'd probably go the latter, particularly when you have Kyle Shanahan. I figure that he can manufacture a way to utilize Trey Lance. But if we're talking talking big picture, I'm going to go based on which team is banking more. And understood that they haven't extended Jordan Love. They're not committed to him financially long term. But they, the Packers, appear to be building around love far more than the 49ers right. are already wed to Brock Purdy. Like, they've, they've already, they haven't yeah, said they, it. In more ways yeah. than one. They, they feel have, like they've know. moved yeah. on already. So between the two, uh, that known of what Jordan Love, look, they, they drafted him with the idea that he can be not Aaron Rodgers, because I don't know that you're going to have Aaron Rodgers, but he can be some semblance of that. Yeah. The 49ers drafted Trey Lance because he wasn't Jimmy Garoppolo, because they felt like he had the guts, maybe not the game, but the guts to make the big play. And we're hoping that they could bring him along on the other side of the equation. And that simply hasn't happened. I don't think he starts. Even if, 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 uh, if uh, Purdy can't play. I agree with you. I don't think he's even going to start. We're talking I, about a guy that's not yeah. going to start. I don't, I don't have enough time to talk about Trey Lance, but Shady, you said something. Yeah. It's more in all honesty, you can hear more by what someone doesn't say yep. than by what they yeah. do say. 100%. Yeah. When Trey Lance was drafted his rookie year and he didn't start until Jimmy G was hurt, I was like, that says something. Hmm. Then when Trey Lance started last year and they chose to run the ball more than they passed the ball and didn't open up the offense, I was like, ah, oh, that says something. Mm-hmm. Then this offseason when they acquired Sam Darnold and said that he will likely get first team reps, I'm like, yo, y'all got to tell me what y'all think about Trey Lance. <laughs> yeah. What y'all aren't telling me is even more than what you're telling me. What I'm telling y'all at home, the game of the playoffs is tonight. Oh. No team has ever come back from down 3-0. Miami Heat were up 3-0. Now it's 3-1. But the Celtics are back in the garden tonight. It is the talk of the sports world. Should Miami be nervous? Should Joy Taylor be nervous? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Next. On speed. We're going to find out. <laughs> 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 Deep right field, 
Baseball is back, and so is Slippin' Bats. Five times a week, Monday through Friday. So follow us on the Fox Sports app, YouTube, and anywhere you get your podcasts. It's the game that we have all been waiting for. Celtics, Heat, what a series we have. Heat went up 3-0. They won first two games in Boston, went back home, won the third game in Miami. But Boston said, hey, don't let us get one. They got that one with the whole world watching. Jason Tatum, 33 points. And now Gabe Vincent, you see that man on the ground right there, averaging 18 points in this series for the Miami Heat. He is out tonight. This is a huge game. I cannot overstate how big a game this is. Joy, you know this stat better than anybody. No team has ever come back from down 3-0. We don't anticipate it happening, but there's a chance. Should the Heat be nervous tonight? <laughs> I mean, technically, there. yeah, I guess there's a chance because it's not over. But tonight, tonight the Heat should be nervous, yes, because while to the rest of the world, Gabe Vincent might not seem like a big deal to the Miami Heat, he is a big is. deal. Very he true. is their third option. They're already down Tyler Hero and Victor Oladipo, as they have been for a while now. He's started all 15 playoff games. In the playoffs, he's averaging 13.1 points per game. Against the Celtics, he's averaging 17.5, shooting 50% from three, mm-hmm. 57.9 field goal percentage. So he's cooking. This is a very, very big deal. It's, it's, it's concerning. Now, I don't anticipate that the Heat are going to play the same game that they did last game. It was hideous. 16 turnovers that led to 27 points mm. for the Celtics. They were 8, from 32, uh, eight of 32 from three. Don't anticipate seeing that again. But you're really going to have to replace the production offensively of Gabe Vincent. Kyle Lowry will likely start. 9.2 points per game, 4.5 assists. He's obviously a savvy veteran, but he's going to have to step up tangibly with points and offensive production. And I really think they're going to need a very aggressive game from Bam Adebayo. You know what you're going to get from Jimmy Butler, but I think Bam is going to have to be very aggressive. Look, like you're shaking your head. You're shaking your head. You're confused. You're confusing me. Where, where are you on? Like, like you need a drink. I know. Yeah, you got, you know, I got a little scotch over here. <laughs> Joy, what, what, what is going on? Man, I'm just what happened to real. cocky Miami Heat no, fan? Cocky, cocky Heat fan is reserved for very specific moments. <laughs> okay. No, that's not. No, 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 no. That's not a qualified, qualified, selective like, kind a, of I'm a existence. That's I'm a, a. I'm a professional. Sometimes. Man, you are <laughs> blowing up, Gabe, Gabe Vincent, and you are not always. What do you mean I'm blowing him up? Talk to me nice. Talk to him nice. But look, look, I don't talk trash after losses. What do you mean I'm, I'm blowing up Gabe Vincent? He is, he's great. He's been great for them. How many times has the Miami Heat lost two in a row in these playoffs? <sighs> All right. Who has a better winning percentage in, in Boston, the Celtics or the Heat? Mm. There you go. Mm. That's a good question. That's a good point. Slick, my heart is on my sleeve. How have, okay? the, Miami, how have <laughs> the Miami Heat played after what, what Tyler Hero <clears throat> wasn't a big loss? Mm. Victor Oladipo wasn't a big loss. Mm. Those two weren't. They don't care about their losses. What? They don't care about losses. They don't care about losses. Right. I like that talk. Right? I like that talk. What? Since when are the Miami Heat nervous about playing the Boston Celtics? Anytime, anywhere. Anywhere. (laughs) (sighs) Jimmy Butler should walk into TD Garden and go, this is my house. (laughs) All right? He did what? that. Worried? Worried? What? Me? Worried? Come on, Joy. The fact that I got to be waving this heat flag. Wave it. Man. Wave I'm waving it. the flag. But I will wave it. I'm waving no, the flag. No, they should not. No, you are not. No, I you are tonight. not. It didn't say about the series. No. tonight. This ain't waving no flag. This is I'm Say it with your chest, Liz. Listen, to be clear, if this goes the way, if this goes the way I want it to, I'm going to be talking trash. So the, yes. I, I reserve the right to do that. So, Slick, Data shouldn't be nervous at all whatsoever. Not a doubt in your mind. Not even a little bit, Slick. A little bit. What have the Boston Celtics done every time they come home and they have a chance to make some noise? The only thing is, why I push back on you, is I know what you say about Gabe, but he's the second guy that really creates for that team. Mm -hmm. Okay. When the boss out of Jimmy Butler's hand, who's the go-to next? Gabe. I'm talking about creating. Gabe has been phenomenal. He's been phenomenal. Phenomenal. He's shooting the ball out. All right, hold on. Hold on. You guys dissing Kyle Lowry. You with your 9.5 points, whatever. Kyle Lowry has a championship ring. Yes, he has. Kyle Lowry has has had to battle. Yes, yes. Through injuries, whatever. Mm -hmm. Kyle Lowry has shown up when they needed him to show up the most. That's true. So this idea that, well, I don't know if Kyle Lowry is up to the task. I didn't say that. You kind of said that. I did not oh say that. No, 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 no. We're not going to be available. Now we got to rely on Kyle Lowry. We can pull it up. I said he's going to have to step up. He's done that before. 
But this, that's the task. I mean, didn't say it with your chest. <laughs> so, so, and, 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 and slick. And if he does step up, how many minutes is he gonna play at 37 years old? That's a good point. I, yeah, Philadelphia guy, well, so I'm, I'm backing him. You know, we just talking about. You know what? Here's the thing for me. Okay, well, I'm watching Cody Zeller give them effort and like. Yeah. Okay. Old spot Cody Zeller. Yeah, Cody. Who ever thought Cody this, Zeller would have a, but, a, but an this, impact? But, but this much. This, this much little impact. Okay. Gabe is not this, this much. Yeah, Do we both agree? It. Talk about it. Talk about so, it. So hold on, real, real quick though. Talk so, about it. When Jimmy goes to the bench or Jimmy is, I guess, taking some serious off, yep. right? Because that happens. Yep. Who is the offensive force? Bam out of bio. Bam, right? But I, but no, 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 no. I'm talking about like. Can Duncan they, Robinson they, not step up and. and, and who, cre- who's going to create? Who's I mean, conducive the, to getting. Who's going to create? Kyle Lowry can create. Like Gabe? Bam out of bio can create. That's one of the unique things that I've All seen. Right, in okay. Bam creates in transition, though, Slick. No, 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 a couple of they, shows no, ago. They, they have, but you, you can't tell me that that the way that Gabe has been creating for that team, it's not like... But here's my thing. Here's my thing, because we're focused in my mind way, with all due respect to Gabe Vincent, 18 points per game in this series, 11 right. made threes in this right. series. He single-handedly won game three. He mm-hmm. had 22 points through three Phenomenal. quarters, 29 points through Phenomenal. the fourth quarter. Like, uh, and, and when Jimmy got hurt against New York, who was balling that correct, game? Correct, correct. But that's, that's, that's sleeping, not about that. That's sleeping it's not on about that. That's sleeping on that. Gabe played in game four and Miami lost. Okay. So I don't want to make this a Gabe Vincent segment. Mm. No, <laughs> Jason Tatum. Jalen Brown, mm. Marcus Smart, and then a Lima Nation game. That's my only thing. Is like I hear y'all on Gabe Vincent, and that is why I am even more nervous for Miami. But, Joy, I started prepping this block before we found the injury out. We got texted. I don't know if you sent it to the group chat. Our beloved friend Dave, I don't know if he sent it to the group chat. Somebody sent it that Gabe Vincent was out. And I was just like, oh, I'm more nervous. But I was still nervous before Gabe Vincent was I guess, out. I can see that. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not going to yeah. sit here and act like Gabe Vincent is Kobe Bryant in his right. prime. Nah, He's a right. good player. Right. Mm. But I think the Celtics were pro- – I, I, I would be nervous, Joy, if I were Miami, whether Gabe was present or not, based upon what Boston has a potential to do. Uh, but, but Boston has had the potential to do a lot of things over the years and hasn't stepped into it. So, uh, no, I'm more, the story to me is really about the Heat. The Heat are in control of the series. Right. The Heat played a terrible game. It's not like they went toe-to-toe last game and just took an L. They played a terrible game last game, and the Celtics played a great game, which is why it was such a wide margin. Did they? They, they played a great second half. They played Fair. a great second half. Fair. I can't even Fair. say that Fair. they played a great yeah, game. They didn't play a great they game. They played a great second, second half. half. Mm-hmm. And Gabe was hurt like he played through that ankle situation mm. during the game I think it was like eight minutes yeah. left so he's playing on adrenaline anyway you guys know how that is so whether he was out there or not he probably wasn't at 100 percent. he's just going to finish the game because we've got to try here but now i'm on slick side like we know what what the Celtics is capable of that's why they were favored in this series yeah. that's why they were favored in, the, in those games right. that's why they were favored at home that's why people are even daring to utter, well, mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. one's ever come back because we know what the Celtics are capable of. So this is the story of, the, of this series is not even about the Celtics because the Celtics, the Celtics are con- consistently and always getting the benefit of the doubt because Correct. of the talent that they right. have. Correct. Right. Right. But that to me, Shady, is what is what makes me nervous. Like nervous to me isn't necessarily the presence of pain. Being nervous is the potential of pain. Right. I got uh, it was about three months ago. I woke up, went out of my master bedroom. I saw water in my house. Roof leaking. Y'all better believe. If I see, yeah, bro, it was bad. It was bad. <laughs> if I see rain clouds, Joy, I'm nervous now. Mm. I don't even need to see the rain, mm. Shady. Like, mm-hmm. I don't need to start to see drizzles yeah. in my pool. Yeah. I definitely don't need to start to hear a thunderstorm uh, on my roof. If I just see the rain cloud when I look out my master and look downtown, if I even see the cloud, Joy, I am nervous. Not because of the presence of pain, because of the potential, because I know. If that rain cloud turns into drops of rain, and if those You're drops turn into a downpour, yeah. I'm yeah. in trouble. I think a lot of it's just like the, uh, the confidence. Okay, so you got a big win in Miami. Now you're going home, right? And then my thing is with Miami, they're not in a position as far as talent-wise, roster-wise, to lose a, a, a key player that's been balling right. out. That's why I brought in Gabe. You know, obviously he's not the Kobe Bryant, but I'm just saying he's been playing lights out for that team, and now you lose another role player? Mm-hmm. You already lost two. Now you lose a third one? So if I'm saying like, and it's a game where it's not like a, a must win. Yeah. I feel yeah. like the must win is back in Miami. Yeah, that's a good point. That's I'm playing all my chips. That's a really good point. All my, everything really I'm, I'm gambling it all, Slick. Okay. I'm two, betting it all, baby. There's two parts to this. One. I'll be in Vegas, baby. The reason to be <laughs> nervous. Coming? The re- I'm right there with you. All right now. The reason to be nervous would be 
if they lose this game, uh-oh. Like, we have to win this game. They don't have to win this game. Yeah, They're true. going home for game six yeah. in Miami. So that's, to me, the only reason to be nervous. And let's face it, the Miami Heat have been taking guys – how much did we talk about Gabe Vincent before this series or before not at all. these playoffs? Or, it's the playoffs. Like, not at all. He, okay. earned, he earned it. But Eric Spolstra and the Miami Heat have taken what Duncan Robinson was a dog last in the, in the playoffs last year. Eric Spolstra's ability, I think it's Alonzo Highsmith, is probably going to get minutes as a result, right? Guys you've never even heard of are suddenly guys now that are playing impactful minutes for the Miami Heat. Yeah, Why is that? It's next man up. Yes. Mm-hmm. And nobody has demonstrated that they're capable of that because More what has made the Heat so great is not individual talent. As good as Gabe Vincent has shot it, it's how they've collectively played at both ends of the floor. So easily replaceable. You know, which is, which like, you don't believe it. What about rhythm? Of any team. Yeah, no, no, no. Team there, rhythm? Look, there's elements. Okay. But their confidence collectively. That's fair. That's fair. That the yeah. game plan that Spolster's going to give them, yeah. as opposed to the flip side. Mm-hmm. Do you think the Boston Celtics are going into this? Like, yeah, Joe Mazzulla is going to coach, our, coach us to a, to, a, to a win. That's the point, right? Right, right, right. right. So... For that reason, if I'm in that Miami Heat locker room and I see that coach and I see Jimmy Butler and he's saying we're good, I have every reason to say we're good yeah. as opposed to if I'm in the Celtics locker room and I'm looking at Jason Tatum and I'm Jane and, and Joe Mazzulla and saying we can get this done, I'm like... Mm. Yeah, Slick. You said that before. Talk, hey, talk, Slick. Uh, look, all Miami Heat fans need to walk around with Slick. working overtime. Yeah, you, are. Yeah. you are. That's all very right. sensitive today. Get this. Uh, maybe the most offensive thing oh, I've seen in sports uh-huh. all week. Ooh. The Seahawks oh, yeah. giving someone else Russell Wilson's jersey number. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, they get I was it. shocked. I was appalled when I saw this. We got to tell you just how wild Wildly offensive that is. Next on Speed. I can't believe it. They shady. They get shady over there. I can't believe it. Mm. Okay, this is my favorite segment, probably because Shady is my newest segment. Now, LaShawn McCoy, a.k.a. Shady. Every now and then in the world of sports, things are said or done that are shady. Right. You know what I'm saying? And Shady, I saw this yesterday. I got to say, I got to say, the Seahawks are giving away... Russell Wilson's jersey number. Okay. They're giving away Russell Wilson's jersey number. And I thought to myself, Ooh, oh, you know, that's, that's hot, though. I thought to myself, now that's shady. To, wait, to who, though? I, I don't know. To anybody. It's wow. Yeah, now listen. It's around. Is that shady? Pete Carroll, you know that's shady. Come on now. Why would you do such a thing? Now, if Shady tell you it's shady, then you know it's shady, though. <laughs> that's your best office player you ever had. Wait, that might be your best player you ever Correct. had. You've been to two Super Bowls and then he won one for you, and that's how you were paying? That's not right. Come on now. Now you had nobody has worn two five in Philadelphia since uh, two five was in Philadelphia, correct? What you think? <laughs> what you think? <laughs> Absolutely not. So and okay. you won't see another twenty five. Not anytime soon. Not anytime ever. There you go. Let's head to there the desk. Um, we already heard from Shady. If that was shady, Joy, I gotta ask you: giving away Russell Wilson's jersey number is that shady? No. I mean, come on, you're talking to, let me just put the crown on real quick. Okay. Queen, okay. Queen Patty, you're not about to play in my face and then I'm going to make accommodations for you. Let's be serious right now. Russell Wilson wanted to leave. He didn't just want to leave. He wanted to leave in his prime. He said, here's a list of all the places I'd rather be mm-hmm. other than here. Go ahead and mm-hmm. go ahead and give them calls. Really? There? Because I would rather be there than here. Oh. I hear you. He's what you think of when you think of the Seattle Seahawks. But you just played us. Mm. And by the way, you did all that to go and be terrible. <laughs> like, <laughs> bad, bad. <laughs> did all that to go be bad, bad. And we were good mm. with somebody that nobody took seriously at the beginning of the season. We thought they were tanking. Mm. Like, Geno Smith, oh, they're tanking. They're trying. They, they're going to get their quarterback but next year because that's how bad they're going to be. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, don't, I don't see this as shady because if you do things like that to an organization – you should expect that they're not going to make accommodations for you. Here's my issue. Slick, let me try to convince you. I don't have joy. Let me try to convince you. Um, What we know about Seattle is nobody breaks up with Seattle well, not as of late. Mm -hmm. 
Earl Thomas, he broke up with Seattle Seahawks. First off, Earl Thomas should be a first ballot Hall of Famer based upon talent level. Earl Thomas left Seattle, giving them the double birds on a card. Richard Sherman left Seattle and went to a divisional rival, then went to a Super Bowl, and I believe was a second-team All-Pro. Mm -hmm. Bobby Wagner left Seattle last two years ago, and he found out on social media mm -hmm. that he was released. Mm -hmm. He found out not from the Seahawks, rather, and he told us on social media. Russell Wilson left Seattle, and he left Seattle clearly not in the greatest of ways. Eventually, I'm looking at Seattle, and I'm saying to myself, it's got to be something y'all are doing. Mm. So I don't hold how you leave against you. What did you do when you were there? Slick, this is my last thing I'm going to say. Russell Wilson, all-time leader in Seattle, passing yards, mm -hmm. passing touchdowns, playoff wins, uh, career starts, completions. He is Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Come on. He is the most important player in the history of the Seattle Seahawks franchise. Yeah. Unequivocally. That is shady to give his jersey number one. Okay, so here's the distinction. Sherman and Wagner were done wrong by Seattle. The argument could be that Russell did, wrong, did Seattle wrong in terms of how he handled departing. And I, I am convinced that the reason that you two feel the way that you do. Uh-oh. Watch your mouth, Slick. It's that player pride. That, player pride. That, that irrational player perspective on how I should be treated because I worked for you and I sweated for you and I poured my blood and my heart out mm -hmm. for you and so you should always respect that I did that no matter what no matter how things unfold and mm -hmm. I'm looking at it like Russell why'd you do Seattle like that I felt the same way as did the Oklahoma City Thunder when Kevin Durant left mm. do you know that his number 35 after he left was worn by an undrafted rookie named P.J. Dozier. Mm. Why would they do that? You want to talk about what uh, Russell Wilson did for the Seattle Seahawks. Should we talk about the four scoring titles? I want to say that. Chip. A championship. Okay. Chip. Went, to the, chip. Championship. went to the final. Chip. Championship. Kevin Durant took the Oklahoma City Thunder to the final. Oh, come he's, he's, on. Wait, you this, look at what Kevin no. Durant did for the Oklahoma City Thunder, this, and you're going to say the, that there's some wide the, margin the between is, that and what Russell Wilson did for the Seattle with, Seahawks? Players will come with, with great, um, 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 like, decorated resumes. Mm -hmm. We have a great resume for a long time, mm -hmm. and you bring that city, that team, a mm -hmm. championship? Mm -hmm. It's different levels. I like it. So I just feel like when, when that happened, you put me aside, I rest from all the other players. Yeah. So it's, happens. So it's cool real, what real, the real Thunder quick. did to when we, Durant. When we talk about a franchise, right, we might have different disagreements, mm -hmm. right? I want to go this way, you want to go that way. Yep. You know what, I think it's best to go to another team. Still respect. But the respect of the things I gave you, I brought you home yeah. a championship. That's what, mm -hmm. like, what? But does, so he doesn't, Seattle has to respect him, but he doesn't have to respect Seattle. I think Seattle has to respect what he's done, and he has to respect what Seattle's done. I don't know that Seattle, I don't know that but, Russell but if can, he. But he didn't respect what Seattle's done. He asked to leave. He said, send me to these places. He broke up with them publicly I mean, and wanted that, to that leave. Happens, that happens, it, it does happen. What I'm saying yeah, is, why is, why is the burden of responsibility higher for the Seahawks than it is for Russell Wilson? Especially when they did so many things to satisfy him and keep him happy. They changed coordinators. They changed offense. They here's, did a bunch of things. Here's what I will say is why. Shady, correct me if I'm wrong. I haven't done the math here, but I would suggest it. What Russ did for the Seahawks, giving them a title, is greater than what the Seahawks did for Russ. 53 players on an NFL roster. If you want to include practice squad, 63. It's 63 now. It was 61 just three years ago. Seattle Seahawks have been an organization for 47 years. How many players have started games for the Seahawks? Of all those players that have ever started one game for the Seattle Seahawks, Russell Wilson is the most important player to ever start a game for that team that's been in existence for 47 years. And he brought them a title. When you think about mm. the NFL... Nick Foles has a statue because he brought the Eagles their first Foles. title. Nick Foles, okay. just Nick, little Nick, my, my guy Nick got a statue because he brought them a title. If you bring somebody a title. But did Nick Foles publicly break up with them after bringing them a title? To me, uh, to me that's irrelevant. Wait, 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 why would it be irrelevant to the Seahawks? Why would it be irrelevant to Seahawks fans? But there's been other greats that break up with organizations. I'm not saying that they didn't, but what I'm saying is you're, you, I am the Seattle Seahawks. Okay. You told me, bye, 
Forget being here. Forget the legacy I have here. I don't just want to go somewhere else. I want to go somewhere else right now. And I'm going to say, get me out of here right now. I don't like this coach. I don't like, th- I don't like this culture. I'm out of here. But he here. didn't say that. Had he said that, no. I'd be with you. Come on, said that. Hold on. That, with why, you. why did he want to leave then? Maybe all those things. But there's a different story, and you know this, between if he would have said, I don't like Pete Carroll. He didn't I don't have like to this. say that. He left. He has a Hall of Fame coach. He has a legacy there. I'm just trying. I'm not with you. I'm not against you in that he so is the most important player. Is he supposed to stay there? Just no, he can do whatever he wants. So I'm, I'm saying, saying he wanted to leave, Seattle's but it's like... perspective, why am I responsible for you playing me? I don't think that he played them. Yeah. I think it's business in the sense of this. And I, I was Then drafted... it's business that we're going to give this, this, this number away. Here's why I don't like it. Personally, here's why I don't like it. I was drafted to the Cleveland Browns in 2012. LeBron made the decision, I think it was 10-11. When I got to Cleveland, the first summer thing I did, a summer to 10. First thing I did when I got to Cleveland, I was looking for that huge We Believe billboard. I saw it everywhere. <laughs> like, yeah. I saw it everywhere. I was like, yo, where is it? Where is it? I started looking around for it. Yeah. It wasn't there. That's fair. He doesn't play that anymore. But I started to go to the games. I think Dan Gilbert was the owner at the Dan time. Gilbert, he was. He's still the owner, yeah. Yep. So all the Cleveland Browns players, we'd go to the games and we would sit in the owner suite. Just take the backwards tunnel, walk in the owner suite. I didn't see one picture mm-hmm. in all of the, of, of the stadium mm-hmm. of LeBron. I saw mm-hmm. Drew Gooden. I saw Gauskis. Mm-hmm. I saw a big wow. Booby Miles. I saw like all these dudes, Booby Gibson, excuse me. I saw all these dudes, but I was like, you all intentionally. Of course yeah. they did. Intentionally removed it. the greatest yourself, thing that ever happened to you. Take yourself back to that time. Listen, I benefited from that, but everyone on planet Earth, not a Miami Heat fan, was mad at LeBron for leaving and how yeah. he left. We can look, we can look at it back on it now and say that that was irrational and that it was silly and that was the best thing that ever happened to them. Sure, but at the time, in the moment, this is this just happened last year. Here's what I hate, though, and Joy, you know this because you've had to live it. Here's what I hate. You can tell people yes a thousand times, but they'll only remember the no. LeBron James took the Cavs to the title in 07. Russ took the Seahawks to the Super Bowl in 13. Russ took the Seahawks to the Super Bowl again in, 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 in 14. He told the Seahawks yes a thousand times. And all you gonna remember is that one no? Of course, that's human nature. And why did LeBron go back to Cleveland then? Why is it the most important championship that he had? Because he broke Cleveland's heart and he went back to fix it. And because they were mad. I don't think they should have been mad. I'm with you, but that's how people are. Of course, you together forever, and she breaks up with you. you well, I'm never going to let another so, so woman into this you, house. You, got, you can leave. You can leave. Okay. But you can leave in a way that doesn't doesn't damage everybody. And that's the the the, the, the common element that I see with here's, Kevin Durant, with Russell Wilson, and with LeBron James. Here's here's what is hard for me. Here's what is hard for me. I know y'all keep telling me to go to break. I apologize. Here's what's hard for me. I was thinking about this getting ready for the show. I don't know. How many first ballot Hall of Famers have left to go play for another team and it's been peaceful? We can think about it during the break. But I was thinking about like Aaron Rodgers. I was just thinking about like other guys. Like if you're a first ballot Hall of Famer, if you retire, it's I get it. It's peaceful in New England. No, it wasn't. Yeah, they're mad know, at Tom Brady. The, yeah, they was mad he left. You saw the who's mad he left, but like the they're like still mad. Who's talking about the players? Talking about the, the coaches? Who's talking about the fans? The, you think the, they resent? The, 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 the front office was mad. Well, front office. The front owner's not mad. mad at him. That's who's making the decision. The owner's not mad at him. Yep. Good point. He's not that's mad. A real good point. Kraft, that was He's not mad. I think, but that's a little different. I think Kraft mm. was mad at, at By the way, I thought that Russell Wilson wasn't the one that brought that Super Bowl. I thought it was the defense. I've always said Russ. I've said Russ because they were. I also think that. That don't matter. Defense. The quarterback gets all the praise. I'm honestly just throwing shade. <laughs> but there, there's definitely examples of leaving. Like, Russ broke up with him in his prime and went to another place oh, and it was bad. I'm going to think about it. Think, like, think about it, y'all at home. Like, if a Hall of Famer so first ballot goes Sorry, to another <laughs> team, is it ever really all that peaceful? Anyway, coming up, we're talking about another Hall of Famer. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, he's trying to win as many Super Bowls as possible. He had a brilliant quote yesterday about wanting to win it all and sacrificing money. But... You taking Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs or the field? You expect the Chiefs to run it back. That's next. Is it quarterbacks only this list? You can really go anybody. They leave to go play. The Kansas City Chiefs still riding high as Super Bowl champs. Patrick Mahomes, he has another Lombardi trophy. While other quarterbacks have recently been getting the bag, Mahomes was asked about it. He said, quote, I worry about legacy and winning rings more than making money at this moment. Shady, you want a chip with the Chiefs. I was thinking about this. Call me asinine. Call me crazy. Mm. But 2-5, I would take the Chiefs to win another Super Bowl this season over the field. 
Like, I would take the Chiefs to win. If I had to bet money, put money down, I'm taking the Chiefs over putting money on any of the other 31. Here's mm. why, bro. I don't think any NFC team mm. is better than the Eagles were last year, including the Eagles this year. I don't think any NFC team is better than the Eagles were last year. Eagles didn't beat the Chiefs last year. So I'm discounting the NFC. Now, is anybody in the AFC better than the Chiefs? The three teams that made the biggest substantial jump, the Jets, they got Aaron Rodgers, the Ravens got Zay Flowers, Odell Beckham, and the Dolphins got Jalen Ramsey, Vic Bangio. Hmm. But none of those teams were that close to beating the Chiefs last year as it pertains to winning a Super Bowl. So now for me, it really just boils down to this, Chiefs or Bengals. Chiefs or Bengals. Hmm. Of that, I would say Chiefs straight up their offensive line. Uh, Jawan Taylor, right tackle. Donovan Smith, left. And remember, Kadarius Tony, Sky Moore. Bro, they was in their first year with the yeah, Chiefs I last just, year. So I'm going with the Chiefs over the field. Where tough. you at? I got to go with the field. I mean, I, I can say this. I think that the Chiefs are – I can say this. The Chiefs are the only team that I can say, okay, we could put them in a Super Bowl. Okay. But when you're saying pick, just go out there and pick against the field. It's crazy. I like to gamble. So I go to the roulette table. Mm-hmm. And if they say, okay, you place your money on number 15, Patrick Mahomes, or you get the whole field, zero. You see what I'm saying? You got right. so much to go to go right. And then football, as well as you know, is like, yep. it's like it's a small uh, margin of things like, oh, uh, um, a, fly, a pass interference call mm-hmm. can change the game. Uh, a tip catch, you know, uh, um, lineman slip on a block, he gets sacked. Like anything can happen. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking about like if I had to put all the teams in order to who could win a Super Bowl or even be a contender. You go with the Eagles, of course, mm-hmm. but even in the AFC, you got you got the Chiefs number one, right? Then you got the Bills, mm-hmm. you got the Ravens, you got so many different teams, the mm-hmm. Bengals that mm-hmm. they could potentially. For example, when the Chiefs played in the AFC game against Joe Burrow and the Bengals two years ago, two years ago, and they were favorite, they were smoking them in the first half. The Chiefs were. In the second half, they lost. I'm like, how the hell did they lose to the Bengals? Nobody ever pictured the Bengals going to the At Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. anything can happen in this game. Yeah. If you ask me who was a favorite, I definitely would say the Chiefs. But if you had me, I had to bet and put money on. Chiefs. I got to go with the field because anything can happen in football. That's fair. I like that. Very well said. Very well said. Joy, where are you at? Chiefs or the field? I mean, if it's just the AFC, I will go with the Chiefs. But if we're doing the whole NFL, I have to go with the field. I mean, th- look at the, the Super Bowl against the Bucs. It was just offensive line yeah. was down. They couldn't stay in it and just took advantage of it. And that's that's how it goes. Mm-hmm. There's so many things that can happen throughout the season. You have a key injury, you know, something. Who knows? Like, there's so yeah. many right. intricate parts of what leads to getting to a championship and actually winning a championship. We haven't had repeats since 2003, 2004. Right. That is true. Yeah. I was in high school. So, you know, that was a long time ago. So it's really, really hard to get there. It's even harder to repeat. Yeah. This is the only team that we could have that conversation about with integrity because <laughs> that's that's going to take them seriously. But keep in mind, all season long, we were talking about this Chiefs team like they weren't even talented. Mm. Like they didn't even have enough. Mm. So a lot can change when you win a Super Bowl. All of a sudden it's like, oh, maybe they are actually yeah. pretty good. Maybe yeah. the receiving core yeah. isn't so right? bad. Exactly. We didn't know what they were going to look like without Tyreek Hill. So I, I just think there's too much that can happen. I fully think it is an integrity conversation because they are that good, but there's so much that can happen. Here's what I think, though, Slick. I think about it like this. In track and field, Usain Bolt in his heyday, there were several different runners. At the Olympic Games, you're talking prelims, qualifying rounds, mm-hmm. semifinals, mm-hmm. Olympic final. I would always take Usain over the field because mm-hmm. I know how dominant Usain is. Patrick Mahomes, we know how dominant is. We keep saying so much can happen. Joy's right, Shady's right. But so much did happen and they still won. Mm-hmm. Think about what happened when you lose Tyree Kill, one top three receiver in football. Mm-hmm. Andy Reid has so many things going on in his personal life that he still has to stay focused on the game of football. So much already did happen. They, had, uh, they acquired Kadarius Toney in the middle of the season. Yeah. Sky Moore gets benched as a punt returner because he's dropping punts, losing to the Colts. Isaiah Pacheco, he has to replace Ky- Clyde edwards helaire Isaiah Pacheco go seventh round running back out of Rutgers and become the starter. So much did happen and they still won. That's why I have this irrational confidence if I were to take Chiefs or the field. Where are you? Yeah, look, if if the Chiefs do have that feel of being very special and magical, um, but it's not just going and trying to win back-to-back Super Bowls. It's going to a fourth Super Bowl in five years. That's beautiful. And that's only happened twice before. The Bills went four times in a row. Early 90s, yeah. And the Patriots did it four out of five years, 2014 to 2018 was Mm -hmm. the window, right? And what was the distinction there? Because to your point with Usain Bolt, did Usain Bolt have to run all out in the prelims to get to the final? It's a great point. It's a great point. It's a great point. And that's where I see the difference. 
when the Bills and the Patriots did it, the uh, the NFC was the power. That's where all the great teams were. And their respective divisions, the division at the time, was relatively easy to get through. Yeah. Um, some of this is my Bengals fan talking, obviously. But it's also my Sean Payton fan talking. That, AF, that, that division, that AFC West, is going to be a hell of a lot tougher than it's been. And I just think that that, with the AFC being as tough as it yeah. is... I've got to go for and, you. And, and a little, like one thing is like, so they just won a championship, right? Mm-hmm. And then next year, this year, you're saying that you go pick them over the field. Yeah. But look at all the other years that they won. So when they won in 19, right? They went back against the Bucks. In 20 and smoked. Mm-hmm. Did the next year against the uh, sort of Bengals. Bengals. Yeah. They should have won that game, but somehow the Bengals won. So it's like, I just feel like when you pick the when you don't pick the field, it's like, bro. You, that's that's a big gamble. Hmm. Now I do think they can get there, but it's still a bigger percentage. There's so many other teams well, out there. Also, like anything can happen. Anything can happen, but also you. It's not just Patrick Mahomes. Like if it was just Patrick Mahomes, it might have not gone the way that it did in the Super Bowl. But it's not just Patrick right, Mahomes. Right. When you were talking about Usain, or you're talking mm-hmm. about Tiger. Like there just was them. a time where you'd be yeah. crazy to pick the field over yeah. Tiger. Crazy to pick the, the field over Usain. Because it's just them. So you know what they're going to do. Unless they mess it up and you're betting on them messing it up, then it's different. But there's so much that can happen. This, for, for all the things that did happen with the Chiefs, who knows what can happen with another team? You could have another right. rookie that comes out and has yeah. an unbelievable season and they step up to the plate. We don't think so, but what if, yeah. what if Trey Lance is actually great? Mm-hmm. What if, mm-hmm. what if what, you know what I mean? And then I, I, okay. ah, ah, yeah, should have told Trey. You know now, I mean? yeah, now you're right. right. Well, that's happen. not the first place I would have gone. Saying, okay, whatever. You know what I'm saying. I'm saying yeah. that there are, there are unpredictable things that are going to happen throughout this season that are going to put other yeah. teams that we didn't think were going to be that good or could get there or could win in that position. Yeah. It, is, it is fascinating. Clearly, like Joy said, this is actually a conversation you can have with integrity because the Chiefs are just mm-hmm. that good. Coming up, it's the game we've all been waiting for. Celtics trying to keep their season alive, trying to make NBA history. Never has a team come back from down 3-0. They got one, but can they get another? That's next on Speed. Celtics, they got to win tonight to keep their season alive. Eastern Conference Finals, the whole world has been watching. Can the Celtics make history? It's incredibly unlikely. 150 teams have tried and none have succeeded. The Heat, Gabe Vincent, not a star player, but their third option. Inside joke. He is out. So now the question is, are you confident in the Heat or the Celtics? Joy, where do you stand? More confident in Heat or Celtics tonight? I'm confident that Gabe Vincent is a star. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to hold the faith. I'm confident in the Heat tonight. We're going to go up to Boston, get this win. Jimmy's going to have a big night. They're not going to turn the ball over like they did last time. Kyle Lowry is going to be the champion that he is. <laughs> My work is done here. Oh. Dish out those adjustments, and the Heat are going to punch their ticket to the finals. Were you at 2-5? Heat or Celtics? I think I'm going to go with the Celtics. I think that um, mm. this game is not a must-win for the Heat, mm. and I think they might play like it. I think... Uh, you might joke about Gabe being a, a really good role player, but I think it matters. Mm-hmm. I think it does. You, you take away two of their, their role players already, and now Gabe's going to be gone. So I think that will be a big difference. So I think that the Heat win the whole series, but I think they lose tonight. Yeah. Okay, Slick. Uh, look, the Heat have had one, what, sloppy half yes. yeah, in this true. series. Yep. Um, they beat the Bucks in five games. They did. Don't remind me. Oh, wait a minute. Giannis Antetokounmpo in the Bucks in five games. He missed two games. Okay, watch it. Watch your mouth. He missed two games. <laughs> they, beat, they beat Back. the Knicks in six games, but one of those was without Jimmy Butler. True. So if Jimmy Butler is there, considering how the Heat played, I say that that series is ending in five mm-hmm. games. So mm-hmm. why would I not think that they are capable of winning this yeah. series in five games? In fact, you're giving me Jimmy Butler and you're – Taking away Gabe Vincent, I will take that exchange and feel good about my chances of still winning. And the one thing that the Heat have done is that they haven't been, by and large, sloppy or they haven't been, they haven't relaxed as a result of their success. True, true. They've continued to play hard. They win one. You know what? We won one in Boston. Yep. Screw it. Let's win two. Slick, can I suggest to you this? Um, Because this is really the, the last five potent minutes I have of content is this one thought. Mm. 
The best team the Heat have faced this whole playoffs is the Boston Celtics, particularly knowing that Giannis had that lower back injury, right? The Celtics are better than the Knicks. I don't think that's crazy. They're better than the Knicks. Yeah. Not, they weren't better than the Bucks. The Celtics had beaten the Bucks over the course of this season when they had faced head-to-head. Now, it's all about matchups, as we know. Slick, you had reminded me that the mm-hmm. Celtics, you thought you favored the Celtics over the Bucks. Yeah. And I would take the Celtics, not over the Bucks, because I love the Bucks, but I would take the Celtics over a two minus two and a half games Giannis Bucks. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's crazy to say that, like, the Celtics are facing the greatest competition they faced in this playoffs. It would only make the most sense. The Celtics are the furthest along that the Heat have been. The Heat are facing the greatest competition they have in the playoffs. Jason Tatum. That's what it comes down to to me is Jason Tatum. He averages 28, 8, and 6, Shady, in elimination games. 28, 8, and 6. Last 55 years, the only player in all of basketball with 28, 8, and 6 mm-hmm. or better is LeBron James when facing elimination. We clown Tatum a lot, but he did give you 51 facing elimination. He did give you 40 a couple years back facing elimination. Like, Jason Tatum's not a punk. Last year versus the Warriors, I get it. I think he had 12 points. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, like, 13 points. But Jason Tatum, he got enough heart to go get him one tonight. But, but, I, and I hear it. He's, he's the big fish. He's the big name. But when you really look at that team, he has the easy way out because, like, for example, if you talk about even going to the, the game seven against the Sixers in that game six, I mean, he didn't just show up to what? The, the fourth, fourth quarter. quarter. But I'm saying his team was so good yeah, that they held it on. to show up in the fourth okay, right. quarter. Okay, let's, let's fast forward. I guess the last game they played the, the Heat, mm-hmm. he, he didn't fourth start quarter, off, start yeah. killing. No. Mm-hmm. They held off long enough for him, mm-hmm. and he finally took over. So that's why with this team, it's tricky because, like, their, their, their roster is so good where their best player, their first team All-NBA, can chill for three quarters, mm-hmm. missing shots, power, you know how he yep. plays. Yep. And then eventually it just turns on, oh, I'm ready, I'm ready, come on. <laughs> and then they, they can win the game. So that's why I said it's such a, a tricky game, I think, tonight for them that they may win because one of the, the key players for the Heat, I mean, yeah. he's a role player, but yeah. he's a good player for them. And then if you ask Jimmy to do everything, he got to get a break somewhere. Yeah. Who's going to give him that break? Because my question, Joy, is like, Who's going to make up the 18 points? Right. Not even that. The 50% from three. Like, who's going to... He's been shooting incredible from three. I mean, I still go back to this last game. The Heat were up at the half. Yeah, they were. It was really a a tale of the second half. Right. And they shot terrible from three in the last game on top of having 16 turnovers that led to 27 points. So while we can look at the game and say, wow, you know, Tatum had a big game. He didn't have a big game. He had a good... Half. Correct. Right. And he took advantage of very sloppy play. Doesn't that worry you, though? Because what we've all established is... No, it doesn't worry me from the Heat's perspective. From Boston. The best game they've played was last game, and now what I would say, like, a B-plus game. The best game they've played. Yeah, right, right, right. Boston has yet to play a B game, even if... They they haven't played a straight A. They haven't played an A game. So, like, doesn't that concern you to some degree? Like, y'all have... The Heat, not y'all, y'all. The Heat haven't seen the best of the Celtics. Are, mm. are, are, they have to do that. That's not the Heat's problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the Celtics' problem. Right. Yeah. And they, I think also the Heat, we're not even giving them enough credit. To they, make the Celtics They play making that. themselves not play great because yeah. they play defense, yeah. though. Yeah. They play hard defense. Yeah. Yeah. They play from this, this inbound and, to the and end. And they're being outcoached. Mm-hmm. And they're being outcoached. Here's the other distinction. When I look at the Bucks versus the Celtics and the Heat and what they can do against them, knocking out the Bucks to me is more impressive than it would be to knock out the Celtics. Because I, agree. I believe you have to beat the Bucs. Yep. The Bucs were Won't in those games. Yeah. They competed. Yep. I'm looking at these games that the Celtics have played, and they, weren't, they, they haven't been in mm-hmm. a majority of them. Mm-hmm. And so that's where I just don't trust. Yeah, we can talk talent, and we can go back to that conversation about mm-hmm. having talent. What does that mean, and are you the better team? The Celtics have not demonstrated that they know how to utilize that talent. And, I, and the Bucs were, were compromised truth, that's physically. Truth, though. Yeah. Most slick, final question before Most I have slick. to take us a break. Most important player or coach in tonight's game? Oh, Ooh. wow. <sighs> I mean, I think Kyle Lowry is yeah, the first I, player. Yeah, that's, that's the first place I would go. Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry steps up, does what he's done before, just hasn't done it recently. What about the coaching for, for Boston? You don't think that's the issue? I don't see how he's going to change the dynamic. Got it. Got it. 
You do. You do know who he is. All right, y'all. Look, I'm annoyed. Shady over here running me hot during commercial breaks. <laughs> Anyways, because I don't know who John Mayer is. Yes. Who's John Mayer? Forget this. You should know who John Mayer is. Who is that? Why would I know who that is? Body is a Wonderland, Gravity. Shady does know who he is, though. You know who John Mayer is. I, I, just, I never heard of John. John. Mayor. John I've never heard of Mayor. Him. Yeah, welcome yeah, to You've heard of music. I don't listen to John Mayer. What's he saying? Your body is a wonderland. You've never heard of him. Sing it. You can sing, sing. I don't get to enjoy. I ain't worried. Yo, what type of music is it? Like rock? What is it? Rock and roll? What, what is it? Okay, we were just, because I just terribly sang one of the songs. Well, I don't know if we're we allowed to sing on air. Are we going to get in trouble for that? You can talk. I forget. what she needs to say. Yeah, she's saying say I've heard it before. Correct. So you know what I'm saying? I've heard it like. I need to know that that's. Maybe some of you hear some movies and all that. You're the bolster. We're talking about John Mayer. Wonderland. I've never heard that song. Never heard that. If John Mayer walked there, I want to know who he what is. Was, what was the supposed to put? Waiting on the world to change. What is that? Jesus Christ! Y'all listen to all type of crazy Come stuff. Come on. Y'all, y'all uh, study all these. That? I don't I'm, listen. I only know greats. I don't know who this dude he, is. Oh, I've never heard of him, dude. He's one of the greatest I'm not as offended, not as, offended as you guys are about this particular job. I'm John Mayer? Who the fuck? You really don't? No, I don't. I've never heard of him ever. He's, but he you heard a song. Uh, I actually thought they turned the cameras off. Like, first. Yeah. But you heard a song. Do you, you know uh, Biggie Smalls? I do. You know Tupac? Yes. I know them. I don't know that other person you're talking about. Well. So, you, you know Beyonce? Yeah. I know her. Yeah, I know all of them. Mozart, Beyonce, yeah. Mozart Beethoven, oh, like Dali. You just don't use. You just don't I know these are appreciated. Selena, so I know who that is. Yeah, I know who Selena is. You know Celine Dion. Uh, Dolly Parton. You know Celine as well. Do you know Dolly Selena? Parton. I know the real Selena. I know the real Selena. Oh my. Joe Celine.